They're playing basketball. They're playing basketball. They're playing basketball. This is high pitch, Eric, and you're listening. Hey, this is high pitch, Eric, and you're listening to the Sausage Hub Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Hey, Spring Breakers. Have a good time. Hope you're out there spreading COVID while you still can, because all the old people are vaccinated, so all you young people are about to die. Have a good time. You had a good run. You knew it all. So what the hell? Happy baseball season, everybody. Don't give much of a fuck about baseball around the sausage hut, but we're giving a fuck about the final four because if you're still in your bracket, you're hanging on every word and you want to know what happened last week. You want to know what's going to happen this week. And you want to know where the commissioner of America fits in. You want to know where Coach Michi is in the bubble. You want to know his adventure to the legal gambling house and how that went, so let's bring him in. The one and only dude, if you took all the money we had to spend on this bracket, how you doing? You're probably about even. You may be a little bit ahead. You might have got a couple pizzas out of the deal, maybe a couple drinks, who knows, but you had fun in the weirdest bracketology ever. We'll never see another one like this, hopefully, but uh, either way... Final four, Mishy. How's it going, bro? It's uh, it's really great. Talking basketball, talking basketball. Yeah, man. And the final four for both the men and the women are on the docket. Believe it or not, people. And uh, Mr. Kabasa, I took a trip to the sports book last weekend for. Uh, the uh, great eight action and that was an experience unto itself i got in the old vehicle and got on a highway and saw a couple accidents was almost involved in a couple more but i made my way to the casino made my way to the fan duel sports book now tell me did you feel like you were doing something illegal even though it was legal when you went there (laughs) you know no because cousin Vito wasn't at the side of the bar smoking a cigarette with his pencil taking books taking games taking bets it was uh you know upstairs and uh, out of the way a little bit and there were three or four kiosks where I was and there were three or four uh, booths where people come and go and take your money and or give you your money and I found that because I take notes on all things and the kiosks were crowded and I'm familiar with FanDuel I went right up to a guy named George I said George I'm Mishy he said Mishy I know who you are I listen to the Sausage Hut and I said George I want to make a couple wagers let's go and I asked him if there's, you know, can I get some of the alternate buy and sell points action? And he said, of course. So I was in like Doug Flynn. I took out, I didn't take my checkbook out. I took some cash out. So explain and, what a buying points is, buying odds, whatever you said there. Well, to buy points, say for instance in the final four, Baylor is a five point favorite. So Baylor is giving five points to Houston. And if 
you would say I can get it. I can get Baylor giving six, or I can get Baylor giving four. The odds change slightly when you know the the smart guys, the sharp guys, say it's a five point spread. Well, I only want to give them four in this game. So the odds change, and I press the button, and um, that's the way I approached it. Because a couple games I thought would be closer, it's sheer folly on my part. But I felt that I felt that a couple games would be close, and uh, bought and sold some points accordingly as I went on. And I'm here to tell you, Mr. Cabasa, all Mishy's wild parlays, my 16 parlays, all that fun stuff that I sometimes get uh, pretty lucky on were no bueno. No bleeping bueno. However, that's why they give you, that's why they dangle that carrot out in front of those big parlays. And And Michi, what is a parlay, just in case people don't know? Well, you would take uh, two or more games and you would pick either the winner, the point spread, um, things of that nature, um, you know, buckets, whatever the case is, on separate games. You can't combine three Baylor things in a parlay. A few years ago, you could. And I took advantage of it, but they changed the rules on that one. And you would take, say, Baylor and the let's pick a winning ticket. You would take Michigan. You would take UCLA to win. They call that the money line. And each game that you layer on top or add to that parlay, the odds go up for the winning. So that's a parlay. It's a multiple team extravaganza slash wager. Gotcha. Yeah. And I hit on two of my parlays. Just for the sake of Oregon, America, I'm going to take a zero out of my numbers. And I would put a $20 parlay down. And I put one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of those 20 game parlays down. And of that, I hit on three of them. And that was enough to make a couple dollars enough to break you even it's enough to say gee you're not so dumb after all and so those parlays those crazy parlays that i like to say sometimes hit and they hit big but when you're gambling and you're doing these things i have uh baylor giving seven and a half points to villanova last week say it's twenty dollars fine it's a winner. I had Baylor in a money line. Say it's twenty dollars. It pays like ten dollars, but you're still getting your. You know, it costs you twenty to make ten. And I did that with Baylor, and I did that with Gonzaga, and I'm ahead of the game. And because I'm ahead of the game, and because I kind of had you know listen to the uh, listen to the ladybug on the last program, I have a couple ladybug's standing- picnic. Yeah, man, I have a couple standing wagers for this uh, Final Four in the championship game. I got odds. I got really good odds that Gonzaga plays Baylor, and everyone feels that that's going to happen. But I got nicer odds because I did a little early, and I went with the Ladybug pick. I got, let's call it $25, just to 
say. I'm not saying how many zeros are on there. But um, I got Baylor to win outright last week at $400 to, $400 to one. So for every dollar, you know, it's $400 to one, baby. And currently, those odds are about $250 to one. So I jumped in, jumped on. And although it's not going to be a, you know, I'm not buying a luxury boat with these winnings, Michi is winning at the sports book in the final four. And I'm completely, you know, I'm not greedy. I know I get crazy with my uh, long-term parlays, but I also know that I break those suckers down and take, you know, people gamble. They say, oh, I need to win big or I don't win anything. I said, that's a bunch of horse crap. You take these smaller increments, you take what you get. You don't, you know, and sometimes you want to dream big. Go ahead and dream big. So you take some but, some common sense bets to pay the bills, and you got okay. I got a pretty good chance at this, and then you take the flyers. You think, oh, like, yes. oh, I'm going to throw something down on the big one, and that's going to be my fun one. And then I'm going to take these other ones to make a little money back if I need it. Absolutely. And in my instance, um, I kind of reverse engineered that. I uh, the first things I put in were my parlay bets. And then I scaled those back to where I said, you know, I'm taking a uh, let's call it a, a 14 par, a five team parlay. And I can go I can I can look at my notes right now. You know, where Baylor on the money line was good. Gonzaga on the money line was good. Oregon against USC in the over was so obvious it was disgusting. And taking Michigan to win was, you know, those are four wins. And that covered me getting crazy because I broke that down from a six-team um, parlay where I took Alabama to win and lost. So I picked four out of five. And and I broke that down further to take the Baylor-Gonzaga-Michigan. And that was a winner. And I broke it down one time further to say Baylor and Gonzaga, and it wasn't going to pay much, but I wanted to, you know, I wanted the love. I wanted the W. I want my ego to feel better. Yeah. So you go crazy and then you break it on back. And then individually, I broke some things down on those games. And, you know, it was uh, it was a unique experience. Um, I've been in the FanDuel establishment in the in the lovely swamps of Jersey. And it was a bigger it was a bigger experience than where I was this last weekend, where, again, there's four kiosks and and three, you know, three or four booths to do to do your wagering. And I watched a little bit and I watched there were some people there. They were having a big time and their friends were watching them, egging them on. And the one guy I watched, he was hilarious. I could tell he was going to like give his monthly wages away. Because he was saying things and pressing buttons. Where Michi gets crazy on a five-team parlay, I think this young person was like doing eight, nine. Just just absolutely didn't listen to Michi, didn't listen to Sausage Hut. He was just showing out, showing off. Go big or go and back to the your trailer. You know, and the young man went back to the trailer. They'll come to collect them trailer park fees, and he won't have it. Hey, I want to see my losing ticket at FanDuel. Yeah. I saw Michi there. I gave no autographs, by the way, America. Oh. I, gave no, I gave no autographs. Next time it'll be, we'll set it up so you can do a, uh, a live session and you can sign some I, autographs. That, and that would be fine. That t-shirts. would be fine. 
I was approached by some non-professional women while I was there. That was always enjoyable. <laughs> as far as you knew, they weren't professional? Well, they, they ended up with for, money in their pocket one way or another. They did, they did not ask for any money uh, after four hours, so I knew they weren't professional. There you go. But you were, they, they, you were happy to give them your, uh, your Plinko chips. I, um, I'm, uh, yes, I was. Of course I was. <laughs> of course I was. And all in all, it was a very nice experience to, um, how do we say this in the business? Put my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, I enjoyed it. I would go back. Um, I would go back if I was, um, how should we say this? Desperate to make back the lost winnings from last or the, the, the losses from last week, but I'm ahead of the curve. I got my championship bracket already picked. Who's going to play in the championship. I got my championship winner picked, and I'm covered. And Mr. Kibasa, can I tell you something on a little uh, independently private note here? Sure. I got I got my jab today, Mr. Kibasa. I got I got my my COVID jab. All right, Missy's halfway to immunity. Well, you know, allegedly, and we'll see how that works out as time goes on. But the uh, the idea that we're all going to do it. You know, unless you're oh, we're not all doing video. it. Only the smart people are doing it, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out here listening, thinking they're too smart for it. But hey, go get and it. And I'm already, here to, I'm dope. here, I'm here, I am here to help those people without, uh, without consternation or meanness to say we're in it together. I don't want to be in it together. We're I'm done with together. together. I'm done with together. It's us versus I you. Use, no, no, I know it's us versus them. It's us versus but, the world. Sausage Hut v. Earth. Bring it. <laughs> yeah, I know who's winning that one. The Hut. Thank you very much. But collectively, we are, in a greater sense, um, looking for our herd mentality. And the herd mentality in the NCAA. Herd immunity, not the herd mentality. Yeah. We, we saw uh, what the herd mentality did. It didn't do us any good. We're looking for herd no. immunity. That's about Forgive me. Forgive me. It will be my one mistake on this podcast. We have we have some basketball coming up, Mr. Gabasa. Yeah. And the women are playing tonight in their final four. For the sake of argument, all you people out there, the Stanford Cardinal, which is an interesting name to me all the time, are playing at 615. That should be on ESPN. For all you crazy gamblers, take the Cardinal. Take Give the points. And it's going to be a great game against South Carolina. It's going to be a really good game. But Stanford has too much, too much firepower. Right now, I have, I have that line at six. And in the nightcap, the Arizona Wildcats are playing the Connecticut Huskies. UConn, as they're uh, commonly known. And UConn is a 14.5-point favorite, people. That's too many points. That's too many points. Take Arizona in the points, take Stanford and giving the points and enjoy the women's basketball. Because tomorrow, the boys in shorts, and may I say this very nicely, the guys who are playing this NCAA tournament have great haircuts, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. They got the headbands on, the hair's grown out. There's a uh, five foot seven guard from UCLA. 
and he is five foot eleven with his hair and six foot with the shoes. And I'm talking about that's cool as hell. Yeah. That is cool as hell. Everybody's and, got a good haircut, Mishy. Everybody's got their haircuts on point. You know, if I was a basketball player, I'd certainly be wearing a, a headband, and I would be wearing my socks all the way up to my knees, and I'd definitely get the socks with uh, with a bunch of stripes on it. And then I'd uh, I'd get in there, and if I was playing for a smaller team, I'd just get in there and take charges all day. I'm I'm like, you're gonna knock me. I don't care. I don't care if this is the last basketball game I'm playing. You're not. Um, I'm taking charges. On defense, you, um, I don't care if you're seven you, feet and I'm five seven or five nine you are, or six one. You so. are. We are supposed to play competitive sports like it's the last game ever. And when you're in the That's tournament, you, it is the last game ever. And and it's fun well, to see uh, UCLA has been playing it like the last game ever. There was a lot of teams in this tournament that didn't didn't play like it was the last game ever. It was just like a like another scrimmage. Like what are we even doing here? I don't even remember what it's like to be playing without exactly. Fans. So, yeah. And you know that the UCLA team, they played in the first four that we spoke of. And I went with Michigan State, and I was wrong. They came back from a double-digit deficit and beat Michigan State, and they haven't stopped winning. Very impressive. They got the late game um, against Gonzaga. Gonzaga. And they're a 14-point underdog, people. Wow. 14 point underdog and i can tell you in my humble opinion the team from gonzaga undefeated looking to become the first undefeated national champion since the bob knight's indiana hoosiers in 1975 yes i realize that was before you were born kibasa but there really was a 1975 they're looking to become an undefeated champion and as a side note america the last two undefeated teams to play for a championship. Uh, let's uh, Kentucky comes to mind, and there's a second team, but I, I, I blanked. Kentucky about nine, ten years ago, when they went for their undefeated season, the championship game was in Indiana. Oh, and it did not happen for the, either of the two teams that were in the running for it. And uh, my humble opinion is Gonzaga, for all their hype and style, is not going to win a national championship. Oh. They are going. They are going to beat UCLA. And by the time I'm done, that's the late game um, tomorrow night on, on Saturday. Are we taking? Uh, so are you, are you taking UCLA with the points? I am. I am being. I am taking. Oh my gosh. I'm going to see if I could buy a couple points on this. Let's see what my buy and sell points are options. I am going to give lucky 13. I am taking Gonzaga giving 13. And that's how I'm going to approach it. I'm go- And that's how I'm going to, my odds are low, but I'm going to buy that point back. <laughs> because Gonzaga... Um, as you know, I've enjoyed the way they play basketball. They're, they're inside the three-point line playing a bit of old-school basketball. Lots of cuts, lots of tremendous passes, lots of movements, some good rebounding, and a tremendously high shooting percentage. They're playing an old-school brand of basketball. With the exception of one guy, Mr. Cabasa, there is one college guy who has pissed me off. The stash? 
the, the yeah, his name Timmy. 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 And every he's the, time he's the darling, Tim, though he's the he's the poster boy for this tournament. Everybody loves he's him. He's the poster boy for. Uh, I'm not even going to say village people because they want nothing to do with are him. You, are, do you have mustache envy, Mishy? I. You know what this knucklehead Timmy would do. He's he going to win the national great, championship. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, he very well might, but um, he would make a bucket and he would flex like he's doing my time and he would flex and he would poke out his muscles. He would make, make another basket and he would like make this movement with his eyes for the cameras and the cameras aren't showing him up close to show him at a distance. And the one that pissed me off, <laughs> he made a bucket and he did the flavor saver with that walnut, with that walrus mustache, America, a flavor saver is a, is we know a, what a flavor saver is, Mishy. Okay, okay, I'm wearing, and I'm wearing one right under my lip. So he would he would go play with his flavor saver and smell his fingers. And I said, you know what? That that wasn't even funny when I was a teenager. And that's the one that said that boy's ego is going to cost them the championship game. <laughs> I have no idea where that one went, but you're saying stinky fingers ain't going to win the championship. That's all we got to say. Stinky fingers, stinky fingers, for all his brush and bravado, is not Christian Leitner. He's old stinky fingers with a wal- walrus mustache. Thank you very much. And that bit is going to somehow, some way, he's the only show up on that team, and they're an awesome team. And I just don't know why he needs to show off instead of just, you know, he's making these gestations instead of getting back on defense. And on a side and note, think, and on a side note what, yes. uh, what's the best song on Sticky Fingers, the classic Rolling Stones album from what was now, You tell me, Mr. Kabasa. Oh, no, I, I asked you first. It came out in 1971. I mean, a lot of people <sighs> think it might be Brown Sugar. A lot of people might think it might be Wild Horses. But, you know, Bitch is a great song. But you know what it is. It's Can't You Hear Me Knocking. That's one of the best it, Stone songs is, is. Is 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 Elevator Woman on that, on that? Not on the regular version. Not on the regular version? Yeah. Um, if I had to... Moonlight Mile, say, Dead Flowers, Sister Morphine, nah, I got nah, the blues, nah, nah. you want, the t- like the B-side no, stuff nah, or when what? The, when the time gets ready, you got to move. You may be high, you may be low, you may have a cheesy mustache with leftover pepperoni on it, I don't know. But when Gonzaga gets losing, you got to move. Thank you very much. I'm going to pick that one. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, and uh, in this particular ball game, Gonzaga should take care of UCLA um, and they should be a double digit winner. I'm going to consider that a little further, but right now I'm sticking to it and I am going to use the alternate point spread because I got a feeling by the time this game goes off and tomorrow night, this could be a 16 point spread. Because I think the uh, the smart people and or the gamblers are going to push this line through the roof because nobody believes in UCLA. And they haven't and all. And, and, and UCLA has just been telling people all tournament. What? Hey, we don't need They've you. Been, we don't need you. We don't. Don't even get on the bandwagon, y'all. Yeah. Don't even get. They, they don't, don't even care step what you on. think. We don't want you. 
That's and right. That's a beautiful thing. It certainly that's is. That's that's sausage hut versus the world right there. It is sausage hut versus the world because you know what they did? They played their way in. They were outsiders from the game. They weren't even invited to the party, and they said, "Hey, BYU, screw you." Then they said, "Abilene Christian, screw you." Then they said, yeah. "Michigan, screw you." We're going all the way screw. to the top. Yeah. And their style of play disrupted the University of Michigan to no end. And um, again, of the opinion that Gonzaga is a, is a great team. They're great. But they're going to play for a championship. They're just not going to win a championship. And you're telling me you're going to take UCLA and the points. Is that what you're telling me, Mr. Cabasa? You're saying it's 16. You, you, if it goes up to 16, I'm in. Uh, all right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Right now it's at, uh, let's just double check that. Right now it's at 14. I'm going to be I'm going to be that knucklehead. I will give you UCLA in 16 points, Mr. Cabasa. All right. Now, Gonzaga, you know, I don't know what they do. UCLA, I don't know what's, what they do. But I'll let you pick the... Uh, I'll, I'll let you pick the wager, and I'll give you the points. All right, I'm taking UCLA plus 16. That's a boatload. Yeah, that's a lot of points, and I'll take it because I mean you're gonna you're gonna win the game, but by 16, I think I hopefully well hopefully UCLA doesn't tap out halfway through the second half. You know then then we're then we might then we you know if they if Gonzaga comes out and they're up 20 with uh, seven minutes to go in the first half look out but hey I'm gonna say UCLA hangs tough they've come this far John Wooden is the coach you know he gas them right so. all right what are we playing for I'll tell you what we're playing for we're playing for three racks of ribs and yes. and a full ham is there coleslaw involved in this um I w- yes, there's coleslaw and there's also scallop potatoes. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'll take that bet. Does the loser watch the winner eat, or can we both partake? No, loser pays. Ah, fantastic! I'm taking that. I'll take that. You Everybody eats. Loser pays. Nice. You're a much nicer person than I am. Yeah. Well, oh. everybody knows that, Mishy. <laughs> <laughs> Stating the obvious, Mish. <laughs> Stating the obvious. Okay. Okay, so we got, you're taking, uh, with me, you're giving me 16, but for you're buying another point and going Gonzaga minus 13. What about on the other half, on the other side of town here? The, um, the Houston Baylor game is the early game tomorrow. And Houston, um, some people will say, much like, uh, much like a shot in the dark, they haven't beaten anyone to deserve this. And I think that's kind of fake. That's false. That's a cop-out. Houston earned every bit of the right to play in the Final Four. And they have a coach whose name, again, it's, we're doing this a little early in the morning and the buzz is still there. I do have my uh, hen house downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota, coffee cup filled with coffee. I just haven't taken a sip out of it yet. You got your jab. Yeah. You're still waiting for that jet. Jab. You're still waiting for your arm to fall off. No, I'm waiting for the extra finger to grow. I asked him, "Does this come with free Wi-Fi for life?" And the guy just looked at me a little funny. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I've heard. I, I did you ask him? I, I wonder how many bad uh, vaccine jokes they've heard over the last couple weeks. You know, and I don't. I do not think of they. They. I was the first one to offer. Does this come with free Wi-Fi? I was the first one to offer that. 
Um, I do know that you didn't know what to th- to- I'm sure he didn't know what to think. He's like, no, what does that no. mean? You, does that mean Bill Gates is putting a, some sort of computer inside of me, or yeah, let him he think needs about to be it broadcasting? <laughs> yeah, it's it's meant with humor, and it's meant with believe it or not, America sarcasm. Uh. <laughs> I, and I don't usually do sarcasm, but that time that's pretty sarcastic. Houston has an assistant coach who is the father of an assistant coach at the University of Baylor. Just saying. I can look up their names. They escape me right now. Right. So well, coaching- Kelvin Sampson's the coach, and he, he was on Jim Rome yesterday. And I'll tell you what, he could barely... He could barely get a sentence out. I hope he's a good basketball coach because he was like he couldn't even finish a sentence. I don't. Maybe he's just doesn't know. Maybe he, the moment's too big for him. But he's. I'm just trying. Uh, you know, it's uh, this ain't, it ain't me. Uh, you know, we're just trying to trying to coach a defending a pick and roll, and uh, you know, it's just about the kids. Da, 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 da. I was like, dude, Calvin talk some Samson. trash, man. Calvin Sampson Calvin is. Same difference. He is about, now, don't take this the wrong way, Houston fans. He is about the biggest piece of shit. Wow. NCAA basketball coach that's been around in the last 30 years. Jeez. And how he got a job at Houston is remarkable to me. What did he do to you, Mitch? Did he tell you to tie your shoes? No, he was, uh, years past, Mr. Uh, Sampson was on the NCAA ethics and competition committees. And he proceeded to rule that particular roost whilst, W-H-I-L-S-T, breaking every recruiting, academic, and and everything you need to do to qualify to be a basketball player based on your grades and attendance and your high school grades. He broke all the rules. Meanwhile, he was the one standing at the top of the hill lauding on other people for not doing it. Isn't that always the way? It's always the people that Uh, complain about certain things that are doing the things. And he uh, was fired and banned for five years from coaching in college basketball. And he went to be in this because he's a knowledgeable guy. And he went to an NBA, was an assistant coach, watched film barely showed up and he's calvin sampson kev whatever his name is kevin and it it doesn't matter mr sampson and he is and delilah you know people talk about other coaches you know skirting the rules and and all this fun stuff jerry tarkanian is the name that comes to mind for most people wait a second don't start you don't you don't uh keep his name out of your mouth michi and keep his towel Mm -hmm. out of your mouth too no one talks Mm -hmm. bad about jerry tarkanian around me the running rebels were the greatest college basketball team ever mr 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 jerry the shark tarkanian would find ways around any rule could you imagine being on that team in vegas around that time what those dudes were really doing when nobody was really paying that much attention and nobody paid attention you're a basketball star you're in college and you're in vegas Vegas. and you're what 18 19 and hot damn Having a good time. Who was good on time. that team? Who were the st- stars that were on? Larry, that team? Larry, Larry Johnson was on that team. Yeah. Um, oh, I can see their faces. I can see their faces. I'm unprepared. That was the one I was trying I, to think of, though. Jerry. Yeah, uh, Larry, Johnson Larry Johnson was on the team. Larry Johnson. The guard was on the team. They had a great defensive guard on that team. Uh, multiple guys played in the NBA. And again. This coffee is um, – I got my jab in my first sip, but I'll go with that. Anyway, Mr. Sampson out 
manipulated anything Jerry Tarkanian could could have came up with. And there is no way that I can even consider Houston and the five points against a team like Baylor. And because really, honestly, the coach is is a despicable human being. Jeez, ripping him to shreds. Well, I'm wondering if Jim Rome brought it up because he listens to the program. I know that. And did Mr. Rome bring up the uh, unholy behaviors of uh, of a few years ago with Mr. Samson, or did he just no, play he it was, light? He was lobbing softballs because it was Final yeah. Four. Yeah, that's why we're in the Sausage Hut. Them softballs are for somebody else. That's all I got to tell you, people. Red Hook. There you go, Mishy. All right, Mishy, uh, we've got a, we've got our picks here. Wait, no, we got no, we got no. Houston. I got to I got I got I got to finish, Mister Kabbalah. Well, hurry up. I will. The Houston, the Houston college basketball team. They play a nice brand of defense. Um, Baylor shoots the best three point ball ever in college basketball, and they hustle. They they had they play great team basketball for the modern game. And the five points that Baylor is laying out, you could you could buy more points than you want to. It's a double digit victory. Baylor's going to win by 13, 14 points. And for all of you calling a cousin Vito or living near a gambling house, take Baylor all the bleeping way. Take Gonzaga for the sake of argument. And on Monday night, people, it's going to be an epic. NCAA men's basketball championship with the two point shooting team Baylor playing the three, excuse me, the two point shooting team Gonzaga playing the three point modern game Baylor for, for, for the history, for the championship, for all the marbles and Gonzaga undefeated the history and the trend say you go to Indianapolis to try and it, tie the University of Indiana's undefeated season championship, you're going to get burned. History will repeat, and Baylor is going to be your national championship champion on Monday night. And Michi has a ticket that says, dun, 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 dun. Baylor, outright winner. Just say the number's $25, okay? There's an extra zero in there or two, but don't worry about it. That will pay me, if it's $25, that will pay me $125. Add your zeros as you go. Mishy's ready. Mishy has picked the winner here on the Sausage Hut Sports Radio Network, NCAA Bucket Busting Spectacular. Enjoy the games, people. Hey, oh, there you go. And who do you got winning uh, the women's? I, um, I, I would think that I'm, I would, right now I'm rooting for Stanford. To, Stanford to beat Stanford to beat UConn, and I'm going to watch that a little more closely tonight. Um, and if I get the feeling, then I'll call Uncle Vito and put a couple ducats on that one. Hmm. I enjoyed a women's game of basketball. I think they play a pretty good game of basketball, especially these teams that are involved at this this stage. They're really talented young people. I know. They, they, are, they certainly are. I'll tell you what. I was watching some NBA. The, the first NBA game I'd watched since I've been watching March Madness, and I was like, wow, these guys are all really tall, and they're all really good, and they can all nail threes whenever they want to. Crazy how well, the difference. The game has changed. The game has changed uh, in our lifetimes, um, and I'll tell you what. Live by the three, die by the three. 
That's the way basketball goes, baby. That's what they say, Mishy. All right, Mishy, we're going to take it out there. We hope you enjoy the finals of the men's and women's collegiate basketball tournaments. Spring is going to be here, and we're hurtling through spring. Hopefully... We're all going to get back to normal here sometime. Or let's all just die in one big no! Why not? No, Make it fast. No, I have too fast. much fun, Mr. Cavazza. I have too much fun for that. Let's go. All right, Mishy. Thanks a lot for your insight, Mishy. It's been a great uh, basketball tournament. We'll talk to you soon to see how everything panned out in the end. And um, in the meantime, check out me. on. Uh, where can we check you out at, Mishy? I am on the beach, baby. Mishy's on the beach all the time. I'm on the big show on the big radio station making cheeseburger jokes. I'm also on the Sausage Hut podcast. I'm also on the Fall In for Fallout 76 podcast. And now a brand new podcast in the family, Cyber Funk 2022, playing the Cyber... Cyberpunk 2077 game that may or may not work on your console. It works fine on the Xbox One, so get more into that. Stay tuned for that. And of course, stay tuned for all the funk you can handle. Go listen to In yeah. One Ear and Out the Funk, baby. Crank it up yeah. in your car and have a good time. And we'll talk to you soon on the Sausage Hut Podcast, baby, where we're always standing right outside your mama's back. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I thought you weren't going to mention that funk. It's funkalicious.